The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Unlock the power of your dreams Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream, where we uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. And the beauty of who you are is always absolutely stunning. Ah, So let us, before we dive into the dream and all of the things we're going to do today, oh, let me just tell you who I am. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, aka Dr. Dream, and I happen to be, and you happen to be, on Unity Online Radio. And the number to call today, if you have a question about your dreams, don't be shy because it's going to be an awesome dream revealing reflection kind of a day. The number to call is 816 Again, 816-251-3555. Nancy T. and I will be talking with Patricia L. Tinge of the book that is new this year, just came out called The Dream Class, Know Your Dreams, Know Yourself. And she is the protege of Dr. Pat Allen, who is, every, well, I don't know, a lot of people know who she is. She's just amazing. So Patricia is kind of carrying on Pat Allen's work. Pat Allen is still with us, by the way. She's still on the planet. But I know that Pat Allen is thinking in terms of legacy, and Patricia is part of that Pat Allen legacy. Very exciting. So without further ado, Let's do a prayer, and I'm going to do the prayer a little bit differently than I did in my dream last night, where I just went completely wild in the prayer and lost all sense of (laughs) where I was and who I was with. I was leading a a wedding ceremony, and it was like I got lost in in the oblivion of the bliss of the of the prayer, and I lost track of this world. I think this is where dream remembering comes comes in handy because. Um, we, we have a bridge. Hey, Nancy, if you get a chance, tell them all about the dream card right now, because I'm going to try to get a hold of, I'm going to try to talk to Patricia on the other line. So Nancy, pull the card. All right. The card that I pulled is card number 13. It's called divine discernment. And it says, step back to find clarity to the one who can perfectly practice inaction. All things are possible. That's a quote from Ernest Holmes. The card is a beautiful purple, my favorite color, and she looks like she's surrounded by the divine, and she's stepping back to find clarity. That's what it looks like. It's exactly what it says. So the message is, 
take a breather and honor your yin or feminine nature. This is not always easy to do in a culture that honors and celebrates the young drive strive mode while turning up its nose at the virtues of the yin qualities that flow and letting go. In yang mode, we get things done. In yin mode, we fill our tank and reflect on our larger purpose and vision. So when it's time to move, we do so with precision. If we are to live in balance, we need both action and reflection. There are times to do and time for an action to know which mode is most appropriate step back and practice discernment and this is not the first time we've drawn this card I've ca- I've read this recently so obviously this is the time for divine discernment and the dreams <laughs> <laughs> clearly because right. I keep discerning clearly. that this is the card um, right. and so the, the symbol is the observer and dreams where you are the observer as opposed to being on the field of play can signify that you're watching your life from afar, gaining an objective perspective and considering the larger ramifications of your action or reactions. You may have felt aloof on the roof, and if that resonates, it may be time for you to risk taking a more active role in your life. However, if that isn't the case, this dream may be revealing a strategy for how to access greater wisdom and mindfulness by stepping back watching the parade roll by so you can join in with gusto when the time mm. is right. <laughs> mm. And the mantra is divine discernment lets me know when to go, when to stop, and when to drop into the space in between. Oh my Bam. God, Nancy. Well done. Bam. And I know <laughs> this is this definitely reflects on one of the things that we you and I both want to talk to Patricia Eltinge yes, about. That must be why I picked it again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We we want to talk about the yin and the yang and everything in between, but how that shows up in dreams. So that's one of the things we're going to do in just a moment. Let's just all close our eyes for a moment. If you're not driving a car or operating heavy machinery of any kind or holding a baby for that. Okay. So if you can, if you're not doing any of those things, close your eyes, take a big, deep breath. Oh, and just let everything go as much as you possibly can. Anything you're holding on to, anything you think you already know about who you are, why you're here, what your dreams may be telling you, just be willing to drop it like it's hot, let it go in favor of receiving something newer, brighter, truer on the leading edge of this moment, because everything that we knew from the last and previous moment, as wonderful as it is, what if it's not the ultimate thing? What if, what if there's more, what if there's a deeper level of clarity? Of course there is. We're living in a never ending, ever expanding universe that never stops. So Let's let go. We think we know. And we sometimes we think we know a lot, but let's drop it. Let's let it go and bring in something new right now. So let's sit at the edge of our seats. Let's be on the tippy toes of this now moment and be open to learn something new today, to be inspired, to be reminded of who we truly are from the highest perspective. And in this unified field of unconditional love, we just recognize that we are all in this together. None of us are separate out on, out on the edges. We are all connected no matter what's ever happened to us, no matter who we are. Let's just remember, let's just breathe in our connection to one another 
and knowing that we're connected, we're still one of a kind, freshly minted kind of a way. So we're here to celebrate our uniqueness and the way that we are all together and the way that we dream together in our unique way that still connects us at our core. So that's what we're doing today. And let's allow this time to just fill us all the way up to the brim and then some giving thanks for Unity Online Radio for being the awesome container for this show. And thank you so much for my awesome, courageous, and hilarious co-host, Nancy T. And for all the wonderful listeners. And I just want to give thanks so much for um, old Jeff and Louie and Diane Ray behind the scenes, but for Patricia Eltinge, the author of the book, The Dream Class, who we're going to bring on in just a moment, and all of her wisdom and all that she's gone through in her life to cultivate such pristine wisdom. So in this field of gratitude, we release this, let it be, let it go and open up our hearts, our minds, our arms, and whatever else we can open up so that we can receive all the blessings that are slated for us right here, right now. And so it is. Amen. A woman. Ah, dreams. Ah. And if, by the way, you have a question about your dreams, don't be shy. Today is definitely the day to call in with your questions. And the number to call is area code 816-251-3555. Again, 816-251-3555. So let me tell you a little bit about Patricia Eltinge. She's a transactional analysis practitioner and a longtime leader of dream workshops. She's a personal dream consultant to business leaders, celebrities, and other therapists using dream work to help herself overcome childhood trauma. Patricia sought help, sought to help others by providing guidance through their and her unique gift of dream reading and interpretation. Patricia lives in Los Angeles, woohoo, and is also a holistic health expert and medical advocate. And her book is out on Veronica Lane Books, and you can find out more about other books that Veronica Lane Books puts out at veronicalanebooks.com. But we are talking now to Patricia Eltinge, and I am so excited to welcome Patricia to Ask Dr. Dream. Thank you so much for joining us today, Patricia. Are you there? There, Yes, I'm here and present. Oh, my God. Well, thank you so much, first of all, for writing such a beautiful hardback book, The Dream Class, Know Your Dreams, Know Yourself. And I, um, I just you. so appreciate you. your work. And you and I both are cheerleaders and fans of, of Pat Allen, Dr. Pat Allen. So we definitely, besides dreams, we have we have Pat Allen in common. But um, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. And your book is so interesting. Right. I don't know that Nancy T is listening. And Nancy T and I were talking before the Ooh. show. Let's just dive right into one of Nancy's questions. Hello, I Nancy. Nancy <laughs> she was talking about the whole notion that, um, I know Pat Allen, I believe she, you learned Pat Allen, she learned this from Carl Jung, and I also learned this from Carl Jung about the masculine soul in a woman and the feminine soul in in men. So can you say something about that and how that works? Because that might be really confusing to to some. Nancy, am I 
Nancy, if you're still there, let me know. I am, I am here. I'm sorry about any yeah. background noise that may be with me. Can you hear me? I can. You're, yeah. you're perfectly clear. Okay, awesome. I have a couple of questions for her. <laughs> and I'm so glad you're on the show. But I just Great. it just occurred to me, I did read that you you are a transactional analyst. Um, analyst. Yeah. You do that. And and the thing about yeah. that is no thanks. I um I when I was young, <laughs> like in seventh grade, we did this thing and it was called tra- transactional analysis. And it was I'm oh. okay, you're okay. And that's right. That's Eric Burns' work. That was a oh, wow. popular book then. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, and I remember that so clearly. And we just had a reunion with my grade school class, which is an odd reunion to have, but we still we had it. And we were talking wow. about TA and all about I'm okay, you're okay. And there's the parent, the oh, child, wow. and the, the and we remembered so much of it. So this is the same transactional analysis. Yes, this come this has come down from uh, what Eric Byrne did was uh, distill uh, Freud's work and simplified it for the average person and lay people in modern modern day times. So it's basically our inner workings that have been distilled down from uh, Freud uh, through Carl Jung and and Eric Byrne laid it out in simple terms. Oh my mm. gosh! How great! Well, okay, that I I just had to make sure that was the same thing, and that blew my mind, and I love it. So. Yes, <laughs> but now so my, you know what? Other... Before before you move, hang on. Before you mm-hmm. move on, um, Patricia, can you say something about the "I'm okay, you're okay"? Because I I mean I like that. It sounds super simple, <laughs> but I think the truth is always super simple. Can you say? A little bit more about what that, the, what this that, yes, uh, well, uh, Eric Burns' work in transactional analysis uh, uh, comes in, tries to uh, teach people to come from their adult self rather than ah. their uh, the parts of them that are uh, scripted and, and their negative scripts. So we're not coming from we we teach through communication and the use of words. Uh, so that um, we're coming from our authentic well self, and that's the adult, the, but not the critical parent or the uh, uh, gaming parent. These are takes away the gaminess in life. So mm. we we work through words and and using our words appropriately, and we can change our lives and the way our outcomes of situations are with our language. Mm. Wow. I guess to be able to recognize. The scripts we were given when we were young uh, that put us in negative um, transactions, and that's where the word transaction comes from. So we fix the way we communicate, and that's how we um, create healthy transactions, communication transactions. Hey Nancy, hey, I can hear some background noise, but why don't you go ahead and ask your other question? If yeah, that, I'll ask if it real quick, and then I'll and then sign you can off because I'm my way too loud where I am. But, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm so sorry. But my other okay. question was: there was a quote in the book. It starts out one of the chapters, and it's talking about the soul, and that if you are a woman, your soul is masculine, and if you're a man, the soul is feminine. And I just wanted you to. Talk a little bit more about that because that sort of blew my mind. 
always well that's that just comes like from the Jungian parent <laughs> that, that's Carl Jung Carl Jung brought that in, in it's called the Jungian paradox which is the the soul of a man is feminine and the soul of a woman is masculine and uh uh, my favorite quote of Pat Allen's is there will never be a man as strong as a woman inside and there will never be a woman as sensitive as a man inside. Mm. Mm. That's the part so that feels a little hard to wrap <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, That's Kelly's question. <laughs> keep going. Keep Go going. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Keep Please. going. So what, so how does that show up? Like, um, all right, I guess the part that is a little confusing um, to me is, hey, Nance, I love you, but if you could mute, that would be so awesome. Um, we're the, so the, the so notion of- So when we're of, communicating uh, and when we, are, every man has a, a, a feminine, we all are both. We all are masculine yes, and feminine, exactly. both men and women. We have our masculine side and our feminine side. And, and the masculine uh, rep- is represented by uh, the maleness is, uh, aspects are uh, mental, money, material, action, doing. Those yeah. are the, what we, I, I term in my book the yang part of life, which is the mm-hmm. masculine essence of life. And the feminine essence of life would be the yin aspects, which are feminine feeling, feelings, physical, um, uh, darkness, not, not negatively darkness, but right. uh, like mysterious, the unknown, uh, right. sensual. Uh, so these are our different aspects through the masculine and the feminine, the yin, feminine, yang, masculine. Correct. Right. So that all of that makes sense. I think the part that that throws that is and I, I've talked to Pat about this before and been like, wait a minute, this just doesn't make sense. Like when um, I believe that like, as Carl Jung has taught that everyone and everything in the dream is an aspect of the dreamer. So if yes, I dream about a man. Mm-hmm. Everything is an aspect of yourself. Let's just keep it to our, just keep it real individual. It's to ourselves. But where we yeah. springboard, you, we take off where Jung left off. Let me just yes, say that exactly. For now. Perfect. Okay. We springboard from Jung and take it where he would have gone. Let's put it that way. And uh, what what we we know now is when we're dreaming of masculine energies. In our, in our book, we talk about energies. So if it's a, 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 a human, a, a, a human being in a dream and you're dreaming of men or dreaming of the yin part of life, this is the union part, something yin about us, our feelings, our uh, sensitivities, our uh, physical, physical, um, the females, human beings in a dream, uh, are going to be the yang aspect, your, what you think, what you're doing, your actions. Okay, but other, other energies in the dreams are, um, are straightforward. Let's say a cat is, is feminine, so that's a yin energy. A dog is masculine, that's a yang energy. So everything has its um, male, female, yin or yang as- attribute. 
in a dream. Perfect. Right. Okay. Okay. I th- I'm 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 grooving on this, and I think I think it's <laughs> absolutely. You know, I think I I like to play. I like to do that as well. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I just love that band. So props well, to this him. is why I lay it out in this way in the book. I I I I paint it in a picture in a book to really explain it as, as simply as I can in different ways. So I explain it in different ways and give examples mm. in the book. Right. So um, you, if you want to. Yeah. Let's, I want to talk about, um, and I so appreciate you talking about um, the kind of the really difficult thing that happened when you were young, when you were a young girl and how that ended up playing in your dreams. And I think that um, I appreciate it because I think so many people that, that end up becoming an expert in some area and contributing in a profound way, there there's there usually is some trauma that is that precipitated the gift in, in a way. I love the Joseph Campbell quote where we, where we stumble there, there is our, there we find our treasure. And, um, and so I feel like this trauma that happened to you as a young girl, do you feel that it's, that it helped to, to, I don't know, to deepen you to like um, help to bring you into such pain so that you could eventually find the medicine to help heal your own your own soul. How do you feel that that, well, can you say something about the early childhood trauma? Yes. What well, you did what I, that? what I think about it now, what I feel about it is one thing and that's yeah. feminine. What I think about it is masculine. What yeah. I think about Ooh. it is another thing. So I Ooh. always talk about both. Do both. Well, this is how you can really expand your consciousness is becoming, uh, allowing yourself to become androgynous and being able to work on both sides of your brain, your masculine and mm-hmm. your feminine so the more you do this type of work and get deeper into it, you can and you can get in touch with your feelings and your thinking, and they're not the same. So, uh, what I well, your, to answer your question, yes, um, our our challenges often become our treasures, and that is so with me. Yes. And as as a matter of fact, it blew open my windows wide open when I was that uh, six years old. Um, and I think that's when I got in touch with the collective consciousness. The, the collective conscious mm. uh, came to me because right. I was in a, a right. trauma situation. I was uh, kidnapped and uh, molested, as we talk about in the book. I'm very open about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I clearly mm. heard voices as if they were real people calling my name. and. Yeah. I think that's the moment when I was given the gift. I was given yes. the gift and blown, blown into the collective unconscious at that moment. I, was, I had accessed it, and from that point on, I was connected with the universe. And I didn't understand it at the time, but I became a highly sensitive person, and mm. it was a blessing and a curse. So through my studies, through right. my, the, the dream that followed from that trauma was, mm. and I will share with you about this classic wicked old witch that some right. children have, mm. but the wicked old witch uh, was chasing me on the broom and the broom being a phallic symbol. 
people think about that. Mm, oh, hello. <laughs> so yeah, right. It's a masculine mm. image and a scary masculine image that was right. that is a little um, advanced for a, a five and a half, six year old child to experience. So this chased me for a while in my dreams. And early on, my mother would say, oh, it's okay, it's just a dream. Well, I always say to this day when I'm working with people, nothing is ever just a dream. Right. <laughs> right. Their messages exactly. trying to bring us to consciousness. And we are given these messages um, to... to uh, I'll, Dream work, let me just say, the dream work is a little like magic because it allows us to dissolve, to dissolve the veil that covers our own hidden unconscious world. So mm. once the veil mm. is gone, we can clearly see the state of our life. So mm. it's lifting a veil for us to be able to access messages that are actually trying to heal us, even if the messages are scary. So we might exactly. talk about this at this time because it's Halloween coming up and uh, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. people can talk about their scary thoughts, scary dreams, and even death images. But that the scary images are sometimes, almost always, really trying to push us through to the other side to get a message that will ultimately heal us. Oh my goodness. Patricia, you are amazing. And there's a, there's a line in your book um, about if you were walking down the beach and you came upon a message in a bottle that was written in an ancient language, would you throw it away? You didn't understand the language? No, you would find somebody that could help you interpret it. So you would know what what this That's what right. this amazing message is and i love that visual it's so it's one of my favorite, um thank you heard about dreams so bravo to you it's such a magical thing it's like of course we thank wouldn't you. throw that away we would we would find a way to interpret it and then of course we would know it's for us so we're the final word on on the subject if we're the ones that found it perhaps unless i don't know we came upon a dan brown a character from a dan brown <laughs> novel and <laughs> Robert Langdon character that is more of an expert than we are. But um, so I know we've got some, we've got some callers that have, that have called in with oh. their dreams and we're about to sure. go to a break though. So hang on callers with your dreams. We're going to be right back in. We've got about, I don't know, a couple of minutes, but I want everyone to know where I'm talking to Patricia L. Tinge and this book is the dream class. Know your dreams, know yourself. And the best website for people to find you, Patricia, what would you say that is? Just so people can look you up over the break, they will. Pardon me, say, ask me again. Website, best website for you. The best website for me is Patricia Eltinge at uh, Patri dreams at patriciaeltinge.com. Oh, that's perfect. at patriciaeltinge.com. Perfect. Okay, so on the other side of this break, we'll continue to talk to Patricia Eltinge here at, um, on Unity Online Radio on the Ask Dr. Dream Show. It's the Dream Class. That's the book we're talking about. So hang on. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The 
voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show here on Unity Online Radio. This is the place where we uncover the truth of your dreams and the beauty of who you are. And I'm Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden. And the number to call if you've got a dream you'd like Patricia Eltinge and I to discuss and reflect, the number is 862513555. So just before the break, we were talking with Patricia Eltinge, the author of The Dream Class, Know Your Dreams, Know Yourself. And this wonderful book, we've been talking a lot about the masculine and feminine aspect of ourselves and our dreams. And, but let's take our first caller. We've got Kathy. Kathy, do you have a dream you'd like to share? Hi. Actually, thanks for taking my call. I'm a big fan of Patricia's. I met, I only bought 10 of her books. I love her Oh, books. that's it. Her presents. Because oh, my goodness. People that say, oh, I had this dream. Oh, I had this nightmare. And I thought, oh, this is the best gift to give those people that have nowhere to go to get information. So I'm a oh big fan. Goodness. But I do have two short questions. Um, what does it mean when you keep dreaming of the same place? So mm. like the an old condo that I used to live in. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so you used to, so an old condo. And keep going, and then I'll answer it when you're all done. Yeah, no, it's just that it's, I wondered what it meant if you keep, you know, a couple times a year, you dream of that same location. Does that mean anything? Oh. Place a couple it does. Times a year? Thank you. It does to me. Patricia, are you still there? I think Patricia, I think we, we lost her, but oh, hopefully no. she'll be calling back in. No, no, no. We'll, I'll, I'll reiterate the question when she calls back in. Okay. I'm sure. The line just dropped for a moment. Um, but from my perspective, any recurring dream of any kind is is important. Um, to me, a recurring dream is like the cosmic highlighter pen that is saying, pay attention, there's something here. And because I think that why would we, why would it recur if, if it wasn't important? I think our dreams are elegant and efficient. I don't think they would just recur out of, out of sheer Although we do have certain habitual characters and places that that show up, but I think it's more than just dream habit. Um, and I think that once I know for myself and for a lot of the people I've worked with, once we get to the bottom of the why, it tends to stop. So it oh. may be. So from my perspective, if I when I dream about a place that I used to live. And it shows up more than once and or, you know, multiple times, it might I thing I like to index like when I'm having those dreams um, related to what's going on in my life at the time so is it is there a particular kind of stress or is there something that's coming up or am I feeling in love again or is it a new job or what's happening that would trigger this so that's one thing but basically a place that I used to live I would think about what what was I like when I lived there? What was going on with me? What was alive in me during during that time? Maybe what unresolved energies? Well, I, was, well, I was single then. <laughs> okay, okay, say more. 
So, oh, interesting. Okay, so yeah. single, single then, married now. And w- how would you characterize the energy that you were alive to during that time, primarily? Like, you know, in a few adjectives. Probably comfortable, comfortable. It was a comfortable mm. time. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. He's so you single. Trying, he's always trying to get in my condo, though, through the sliding glass doors. <laughs> trying to get in through the sliding glass doors. Like yeah, and the not doors through... aren't locked. They don't lock. So. In your dream, they don't lock. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> oh, interesting. Trying to get in through the sliding glass door. Okay, so we've got Patricia back. So oh, let me see. We've got Patricia are you still Hello. there, Patricia? Oh yes, yes. Oh, technology. Yes. What oh my I goodness! Do? And now I think I, I now I think your... we just lost Kathy. So, so Kathy, if you're listening, um, call back in. <laughs> so, did you were you able to hear um, able yes. to hear Kathy's dream? Yes. Oh, you were. Yes. Oh, great. Yes. yes okay. Yes, so, yes. what do you have to say about her old condo re- re- recur- recurring dreams? Well, first of all, yeah. recurring dreams when it when it's repeated like that. It's the unconscious trying to break through. And until you get the lesson, it's not going to give yeah. up. Our unconscious mm-hmm. wishes us well and wants to break through. So it won't mm-hmm. let up until we get the lesson. So we seek, we mm-hmm. get uh, some form of therapy, hypnotherapy, EMDR, uh, dream analysis, transactional analysis. Uh, but you seek to get the lesson that this dream is trying to bring forward. And as far as this breaking in, I ask, what, uh, is it a male or is it a masculine figure or a ma- uh, feminine figure? If it's a man breaking well, she, in, it's your feelings. She said it was a man breaking in. No, are, she said are, it was her. She's trying to break into her apartment. She's, oh, she was it's trying old, to break in. It's her old condo, actually. Yeah. An old condo. She's to break well, she's trying to go back to an old self. She's, she, something is scaring yes. her, and it's trying to go back to a time where she felt more comfortable. So in this instance, um, you have to say to yourself, what is going on in my life where I want to revert and go back, go backwards? Um, sometimes right. people are not, are not comfortable where they're at. There might be scary situations and uh, uncomfortable uh, dealings with people, and you, you want to revert, mm. and you'll go back to your old scripts. Oh, interesting. So, so then we I... ask forward say what can we do what is this situation and what what can you do to move forward through this and Mm -hmm. try to see what it is that's holding you back and wanting you and making you feel scared and wanting to go back interesting I think I think from my perspective if this were my dream I would think kind of like an or an old condo, an old place I used to live. I think of it kind of like, this might sound really bad, but like an old relationship. It's like, who was I, who was I back then? And what, what qualities were particularly peaked in me back then that, that would serve me now? Cause I think often our dreams are, are wanting, they're inviting more of us to the forefront as opposed to just like the tiny little Maybe, you know, I think most of us are just dealing with like a tiny slice of the pie of who we are when really, what would it be like if we brought the whole pie to the party, if we were all here, all present? So she says that she was single back then and she's married now. And I, if I were, if it were my, if it were me, I know that some people in my world would say, wow, I was sad back then when I was single and I'm so happy now that I'm married. Whereas 
like she's saying, wow, <laughs> things were simpler back then. They were more comfortable back then. Maybe they've gotten more complicated. Well, a house or a dwelling oh. so, represents you. It's, it's, that's who you are. And if you are going yeah. back to who you were in the past, you are reflecting and yearning, for, you could be yearning for it, or you could just be reflecting on your past and who you were right. then. But the houses and dwellings represent you. And yeah. so um, if, it, depending on what it was, if that's an old condo, that's an old way of life. That's the old you. Yeah. So who are you today? Reexamine yeah. yourself today and who you are today. And are these situations, and are you yearning for the, how you felt when you were younger? And is mm. that practical? Is it practical for us at 50 years old to be to say, oh, I wish I was 27 again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> forever 21. We're forever right. 21. Like the story. All right. So thank you, Kathy. And I hope you've been able to hear all of this. All right. So Denise is next. Denise, are you there? You yes, I am. Okay. Yes, I am. All right. Um, what you got? Um. And last time I listened to you um, to your channel, y'all were saying not to if you can't remember all aspects of a dream, just remember what you can and go from there. So yeah, um, a couple nights ago, I dreamt I dreamt that I was um I don't know I was going somewhere outside, but then all of a sudden it was about fifty or sixty. They're so small, a bunch of grasshoppers, little oh my tiny goodness. grasshoppers all around me. And like I said, that's all I remember. I, I wasn't afraid of them. I just saw them. It was like, wow, look at all these grasshoppers. Now, that could have been um, the middle. That could have been the beginning. That could have been the end. But that's <laughs> all I remember. The grasshoppers just seemed to be the, the core of the dream. So I woke up and oh, said, wow. y'all said, just try to remember what you can. And what you can't remember, just keep it moving. So Absolutely. I, that's it. <laughs> Right. Okay. So were you, do you, are there any surrounding details? Like, were you outside? Were you in I think your I was yard? Outside. I was outside. I was outside, outside. Okay. in front of a, a house or an apartment. I don't really remember. I don't think that okay. was significant. It was just, I remember the grasshoppers. It was just so many of them and they were around me. They wasn't hovering over me. I could walk to my left or right or forward, but they wasn't bothering me. I wasn't like, oh, my okay. God, these grasshoppers, I'm scared. No, it wasn't nothing like that because a grasshopper, to me, is a harmless insect. So I had enough sense in the dream to know that I wasn't walking up on roaches or something that could bring about right. a disease. They're, they're grasshoppers. They're, yeah, I used to catch them and play with them when I was a little girl. I'm okay. saying I'm not afraid of grasshoppers. Does that make any sense? So right. Okay. So so your feeling about the grasshoppers was was what? what how did you feel when the, you saw them? The feeling was, was, God, look at the grasshoppers. Mm. Not, mm. Like, was so it many? like kind of awe, kind of interest? Or was it like, was yeah. it at first yeah, why? scary? And then, well, yeah. Why? yeah, why are the grasshoppers all around? Oh, interesting. Why, well, you know, the, the grass is outside. Yeah, the grasshoppers. So I kind of looked at what a grasshopper is. And it seems to mm -hmm. kind of jump around. Like I said, mm -hmm. it's harmless. You played with them <laughs> as a child, at least I did, because I was brought up in, in the South a little bit. So in Alabama okay. and Georgia. So I played with them. So I wasn't afraid. I okay. wasn't afraid at all. I just was all more right. like, look at all these grasshoppers. Oh, my goodness. All right. So I know there's been something going on with the switchboard here. And when I pick up a call, it seems to drop another one. So, Denise, if it drops you somehow, then just stay, like, call us back. So, Oh my goodness. 
So Louie, Jeff, it's there's Patricia. something weird going on. Every time I pick up a call, it drops. It's never Hello. done that before. All right. Okay, Hello, got it. Patricia. Patricia, Patricia. All right, so take it away. What is tell me what you hear me? what Yes, you're perfectly clear. Oh, so Okay. <laughs> grasshoppers in a grasshoppers in yeah. a dream. Yes. Well, um I again it was it was very good that she shared her feelings of grasshoppers because everything in our dreams as I say represents an aspect of yourself, but it's also individual what your perception is. Somebody else might be afraid of grasshoppers and it gives them the creepy crawlies. She had a good experience with grasshoppers when she was young, but little bugs and things like that tend to represent a, a side of our, 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 our sexuality. But she has a good feeling about her own sexuality. She's comfortable in her own skin with her sexuality. And, and she has a, a, a good um, uh, image of it. So in that sense, we uh, brings up the subject of the individual's um, not interpretation, but the individual's perception of the images of their dream. So we can we can talk more about our, our individual individual perception of things uh, and of, of nature, people, mm -hmm. things in our dreams. Yeah, because we dream in categories in terms of uh, nature. Things being the lowest, uh, the furthest away from uh, our consciousness, then the next level of consciousness would be nature, things in nature, animals, and and the next higher level towards right. the lesson, towards consciousness, is people. So she's dreaming in the middle segment of consciousness, which is nature, and she had a good experience with this aspect of herself growing up. Mm, hmm. I love it. I think if it were my dream, I, I have this feeling okay. about Jiminy Cricket, even though it's not the same as a, a grasshopper, but I, I associate wisdom with the grasshopper and even in the Bruce Lee, um, oh. it's like, ah, grasshopper. Like there's something about like the wise one. That's for you. That's your perception. So I would ask exactly. that, say that that meant that for you. So that's why I always dig with the individual or not, it's nothing flat across the board, but mm -hmm. there are certain things that it, it represents. And then within that, the individual will have perceptions of their own. Exactly. Okay, can you all hear exactly. me? Can you all hear me? Yeah. So, yeah. So take it okay. away. What's all this bringing up for you, Denise? Okay. Well, like I said, I've been dream um, not dreaming. I've been sleeping with the uh, crystal, the am oh. amethyst or whatever. And amethyst. I walk and, Great. And, uh, amethyst. I can never say that. And, I, and that's my birthstone. Go figure. And I can't even say it. But <laughs> I walk and I look at the trees and I'm trying to bring in nature. I, I go walking and, and, mm. and look at the trees, like Oprah said. And I, the trees are important. The ground is important. The dirt yes. is important. So I don't know if the grasshopper is just getting me in mm. tune because I'm just so in tune with, with everything green. It's fall. Mm, I, I don't yeah. know if grasshoppers have anything to do with what I'm feeling and what are those crystals are making me. Ever since I'm asleep with that crystal, I've been having all kinds of you know, different type of dreams. I was dreaming before oh. anyway. But um, wow. Yeah, there were little grasshoppers. It's almost like the, uh, a mother had a half a dozen, then, that, then there was half a dozen more. But they were just jumping around, and they seemed to be content. And I was content looking at them. I had no fear wow. at all. 
None. These are these are emerging feelings of uh, in your sexuality department. I would then ask you what's going on with you in the relationship department in your in your sensual side of your life because you have some emerging feelings because there are things in your dreams that are small and babies and things like that represent some emerging and in a sense it's feelings so some emerging feelings in the uh, relationship sensual side of your life would that and that i will just you? add from so, i, I want to just add that, that denise to her i want to ask if that correct true to her well see she just who i see i just got on because i was out doing something i was out actually getting a mammogram so I, I did I missed the first oh. part. But this lady that's talking, what what is her what is I, This I is Patricia. Patricia Eltinge. She she's she wrote Patricia a book called Elton The Dream Class. The book The Dream Class, yes. Wow. She this is a lady is kinda woo. She's kinda deep. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm feeling her. Wow, we because she wasn't on before and I was telling y'all before that I was dating somebody and he didn't want to yes, cross the line. Exactly. You were jumping around. He wanted to keep it at a friendship level, and but yet still he's calling me, talking about what do you have on? Well, when I'm right next to you, <laughs> you don't want to do anything. But then two days later, you're calling me and asking me what I got on at 12 midnight. That doesn't make any so, sense. So, so you have you have some new emerging feelings regarding this issue, and it's coming in the form of uh, grasshoppers because grasshoppers aren't exactly uh, cuddly little furry. Uh, uh, bunnies, grasshoppers are, are bugs. So something is bugging you a little about the way he's reacting. And I would get to that with you. I would you'll go deeper with you into that because that is something that is, it's an emerging bugging feeling that's uh, get, getting to you. Mm. How, does, how does that resonate, well, yeah, Denise? Well, I don't believe him. I believe there's something else going on because, you know, I want to make, make sure it stays at a friendship level. But then you ask me what I have on in the middle of the night two days later. So you don't ask a friend that you want to be platonic with what Denise, do they have I on. But I thought I got over that. Right. I thought I said to myself, you know something, let him do his thing. You don't want me in that way or you don't want – forget it. So I'm really kind of surprised that you're saying is still, so maybe it is still bugging me. Maybe I'm showing off and acting like it ain't, but deep down inside it is. <laughs> Denise, I know that the uh, the last few times you've called in, it seems like you've been jumping around from place to place. Like, what do I do? Should I stay or should I go? And so, and one yeah. of the things that you said when you were describing the grasshopper was about their jumping, jumping, jumping. So I think there mm -hmm. may be something about this, but my feeling if it were my dream is, is that there is something connected to nature and perhaps the, I think our dreams are, they not only highlight the issue that we're grappling with, but they also reveal a solution. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes there's, at least for me, I know sometimes the solution, it can so comp answers are simple and it's, and it's, and it's in getting grounded. And I feel like you getting close to nature, maybe not getting so, lost in the, oh my God, what happens if blah, blah, blah. It's like, what is, I don't know, what, what feels most natural, what's most grounded. And I love what Patricia's talking about, about how these are issues that may be bugging you and um, that it has to do with your emo that your sensual feelings. So I look forward to the saga continuing. We want to hear what goes on with you next <laughs> week. I want to know before we let you go, what are you going to do to honor this dream? If this, if you, if there's some kind of action you could take or something that you can do to integrate the wisdom of this dream into your life I'm, today? What will you do? I'm number one, going to listen to Patricia, but I'm going to look at him 
Even though mm. the grasshopper is innocent, I'm going to look at him. He might be uh, acting like a grasshopper and jumping yeah. all around. But I'm more grounded. You're the damn grasshopper. I'm not the grasshopper. <laughs> I'm grounded. I know what I want. So he's the grasshopper. Mm. Oh, well, you're, it's, you're, you're, these, you're, 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 the grasshoppers are your feelings about the situation. Oh, true, true. So these are your true. feelings. So it might be time for you to ask him uh what he, if you are on the same page with your goals in life. So that's going to, that's going to clear up this uneasiness for you. If you just say, is it time for, uh, would you have time to talk about how how we feel about each other? Mm. Blow it up, blow it, just blow it open. Mm. Call in cards. What did she say? (laughs) Call his cards, like call, like, Put him like, I don't know. Call him out. Make him. Make him. Call him out. I mean, but, but see, if I do that, then a part of me, as much as I'm showing off, if I call him out and he stays consistent, then then then, then that's the finale. The play is over. The party never, is over. Never, no, no, never over. Never, never, never over. And and until he uh, have have you had sex with this person? No. Okay. So oh. that's nothing. You're as far as the things go. You're just friends. You're just friends who have some energy with each other. So as soon as he asks you for something more than just friendship, um, it, it's still it's ongoing. If he ever asks so, you for some uh, a physical uh, intimacy, mm-hmm. then then you can say, well, are we on the same page or not? Mm, okay. Wonderful. I got so you. Denise, keep us posted. We want to hear. Inquiring oh, really? minds want to know. Thank you so much, Glasshopper, and keep us posted. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Very good. Okay. All righty. Bye. All right. So we've got, um, let's see, we've got someone from Portland, Oregon. Let me see if this is for this show. Hello. Are you here with the dream question? The person from. No, Portland. I think I am. Oh, you're with the next show. The next- gotcha. 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 Okay. Awesome. So Patricia, back to the yes. dream class you've got i mean it's really amazing you've got not just um a wonderful sort of dream dictionary in the back in the index but what some of the terms mean but you've also got these beautiful sepia tone images throughout can you tell us a little bit about what's the story with those yeah where do those come from these i'm i've also my life uh um it being in the arts, I was been a photographer since uh, the 70s, and these are 22 of my photographic images that I've that I shot, and a lot of them developed and worked myself. So it's my artwork that's in the book. So this is also an art book. This mm. is very sur- surreal pictures. The pictures are dreamy, surreal mm. images that really emphasize the feelings of dreams um, pictorially. Right. They're magical. So the magical images to let us know that uh, that dreams are magical. And Mm, they're just lifting. That's part of the veil. And they, the the, the dream images in the book are veil. Like it's as if the veil is, over them and being lifted. So between the two worlds of the conscious and the unconscious. 
So I just want to say, um, last night I was in, actually in the middle of the night, I got up and I was drawn to this section in the middle of your book, um, starting on page 63, that's all Mm -hmm. about exploring the colors and the chakras. So of Mm. course I went to sleep and I had this dream about these massive animals that were all brightly colored. They were like wonderful, beautiful, fabulous. I don't even know. I don't even know. (laughs) So (laughs) we only have a second, but what would you say about that? If it, if it were your dream, what would, what does that mean to you? Well, I say that you, um, you imprinted, you planted into your Lyman, which is the state between sleep and wake that you put, you imprinted something by looking at the book and that the colors in the chakras are, uh, are, uh, represent our, our different energy centers. Mm, and yeah, this is so one, probably are, one of my favorite uh, parts of your book, so, by the way, of the dream class. You. It's such a beautiful I so section. That. We've incorporated all the diff- different uh, cultural things in the book to help express our different energies. Not only is the yin and the yang, the masculine and feminine, but how colors also represent energy centers and different parts of our energy. So if you had colorful animals, how lucky you to be oh able my to, God. to see and they were the, huge. The world, nature and huge. <laughs> oh, well, that means it's something that's big in your life for you. So yeah. that's your, your energy centers are being colorized and uh, mm. being brought forth to, uh, to consciousness. Well, Patricia, thank you. Do you remember? Any? Okay. Yeah, good. there was definitely like um, purples and indigos and all of that. But I know we've, we're right at the That's edge wonderful. of our time. Yes. And I just want to thank you so much for this beautiful book, The Dream Class, Know Your Dreams, Know Yourself. The I've been talking with Patricia L. Tinge and her website is that um, www.patricialtinge.com. You've got a beautiful, beautiful website and your book is gorgeous. I highly recommend it to everyone. It's a beautiful hardback. It's a, it's an art piece. It really, really is with Thank so you, much Kelly. information. And, and I just want to give one last shout out to Dr. Pat Allen for being a wonderful contribution to your life and to my life and to so many people's lives. And now you've been a contribution to mine, Patricia. So thank you again so, so much. And, um, and I hope everyone checks out her stuff. Go to PatriciaElton.com. remember, a dream, a dream not interpreted is like a letter not read. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Patricia. And until we all meet again, don't take your dreams lying down. We'll see you next week here on Ask Dr. Dream. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.